Welcome to My Shitty Podcast, So Shitty It Only Has One T. I'm your host, Adam Copeland. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for subscribing and thanks for telling a friend. I also want to thank my guest, Percy, for coming on and telling us a little bit about hat making. Um, appreciate that. I had a great time. Uh, so without further ado, we'll just get right into it. Let the cat out of the bag. started whenever you're ready man i'm ready when you're man my man all right cool um let's start with uh maybe who you are and and uh what you do for a living for sure my name is percy stith i'm a milliner i restore uh, and make all hats cool man that's awesome how long have you been doing that um it has been a very short time december november last year that's when the First time I made a hat to actually sell to someone. Yeah. Um, prior to that, uh, about 12 years ago, my first wife was a hat maker. Um, it was a short marriage. We only married for about six months. But <laughs> it <she's>, happens. <laughs> <laughs> but she was definitely the one who taught me how to make a, a hat. Cool, man. Um, and then uh, fast forward uh, 12 years, I'm living here. And a buddy's opening a store for the holidays. Yeah. And need some hats. And he knew I'd been tinkering around and made myself a couple hats. Awesome. Um, and so I made six for his store. Uh, and that was right before the holidays in the end of November, beginning of uh, December of 2017. Yeah. They sold. He needed more. Those sold. Uh, and then by February, uh, like a light went off. Like, yeah, I could probably do this. This is enjoyable. Cool. Um, and I got this shot. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's, uh, it's rare that you're like, I'm going to do this thing. And then that goes over really well. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> hey, we need more of that. Totally. Uh, and that goes over really well. You're like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to, I'm actually just going to pursue this. Did, yeah. Was it a hobby that you really enjoyed before? You're like, I kind of see doing this. Um, or did it just, it was so much of a success. You were like, I can't not. Yeah, it it was more of a hobby. Yeah, um, just me tinkering around, making hats for myself, and yeah. fixing my old hats, and then taking care of the collection that I have. And then, um, yeah, kind of it was birth birth more when I fully understood that people were appreciating them for themselves, just outside of appreciating me wearing them. Uh, when they actually wanted to purchase them, I was like, man, it was kind of it, it felt good. You know, it was like, yeah, I love creating stuff and. Uh, there's nothing as rewarding as creating something that someone's going to adorn themselves with, especially on their head. I, I agree, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, uh, I'm a fan of hats myself. Of course, I, I don't know. I've, I started a collection, I don't know, all my life, really. I've always, like, even as a kiddo, um, uh, I've always had, like, at least baseball caps or, or something, something I always, I remember, like, there's pictures of me asleep with, like, a, a hat on. Uh, pictures of me when I was like two and three years old with a big old gigantic cowboy hat on. Um, so I think I've always loved hats. Um, and then it wasn't until recently that I started getting like really nice hats. Um, I would say maybe three or four years ago. Um, but yeah, nothing really compliments, I don't know, a, a whole person than like a, a nice hat. Plus, like you walk in the room with authority. Like <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, hey, man, yeah, look at that lid. Um, and then for me, I'm a bald guy. So like, 
there's there's only uh, only one other way to change up my style on my head, and that's the, to add in a hat, man. <laughs> I completely understand. <laughs> completely understand. Yeah. Uh, that's good, man. How many hats do you have? Um, personal. Yeah, collection? for your personal collection, I'm sure as a shop, you're like, man, I don't, I don't know. I'm do inventory in two weeks. Get back to me. Uh, but uh, yeah, for for you personally, quite a quite a few. Never even counted. There's I so mean, many. If, if I had to guess, um, if yeah, if you include winter hats and just hats that I just buy that I never wear that yeah. I just keep in my own collection and baseball hats and cowboy hats, I would probably say a hundred hats. If Damn. I guess. Yeah. Nice man. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> no, totally man. Yeah. I, okay. I take that back. I don't really have a collection. You got a hundred <laughs> hats. <laughs> but I have a hat. I mean, it has grown a lot recently. Sure. Um, being in here and tinkering with hats, there's many days where I don't have orders and I, and I've, quickly refurbished the hats that I was working on. Sure. And so recently it's grown nice. quite, quite a bit, but yeah. Very nice, man. Yeah. Um, do you ever get a hat where you're like, man, this has got a lot of character in it. Um, we got to, or you'd see one out in public even, and you're like, man, we got to punch this thing up. Let's give me like five minutes with this hat or give me 24 hours with this hat and uh, I can really breathe life back into it. Every now and again. Yeah. Um, but when people, especially if someone's wearing it, mm -hmm. Um, even if it is sweated out or you can tell where they take it off every time. I don't know. Like, I mean, you, you mentioned it. It just has character. Sure. Um, I love when people bring in the, the old ones that they won't wear anymore because they're just either too dirty or yeah. it's bent up. And, um, yeah, that, I, that I love. I love spending a few hours, 24 hours. I'm like, yeah, let me just give that here, you know? <laughs> But for the most part, if people are wearing them, man, I'm all about wearing more hats, and that's my kind of my thing. So, yeah, yeah. What shoes do you wear with a hat, man? I always feel like if I wear tennis shoes, I'm underdressed. If I throw some boots on, that's a little bit better. I got a pair of leather tennis shoes, mm -hmm. and I feel like I can get away with that a little bit. For sure. Every once in a while, I throw a pair of Chuck Taylors on, and I can kind of pull off a certain <laughs> hat. But I feel like it's weird if you see a guy with like sneakers on and like a nice I do it all I definitely, you do it all I definitely do it all I my uh, boot collection has grown yeah um I do have about a dozen cowboy boots but it's surprising I mean given how warm it is here um I find there's many days where I'll just throw in a fresh pair of kicks yeah fresh pair of sneakers and uh just rock that yeah man yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, top's got to match the bottom a little bit, man. You got to—they got to complement each other. They do. They definitely do. Which is another. Which is the reason I have so many shoes. Yeah, as well. that's yeah. a whole other podcast, yeah, brother. <laughs> that's funny, yeah. man. Um, how busy are you around like the Kentucky Derby time? You know, I—I I had a couple Derby requests, um, but I don't think it was um, as big of a thing here in Santa Fe. Yeah, uh, this weekend coming up is Hippico. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard of Hippico. Yeah, man. I, I just yeah. recently kind of looked into that. Uh, we had kind of talked a little bit um, um, uh, through, through you know, just social media and, and then cell phones and stuff. Uh, and you had mentioned, like, hey, I got this thing coming up, and that's whenever I found out. Please explain more, yeah, for people that yeah, don't know. Yeah, it's a big horse event here in, uh, in New Mexico. And uh, it starts, I'll be gearing up this weekend, and it runs... Um, for a few weekends over the summer, most horse jumping and a whole bunch of different horse events. So yeah. This culture of people who love to wear hats. Yeah. Um, and I'll have a booth out there uh, in hopes to make some cool hats or some 
you know, cowboy folks, people who ride a lot. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Are you just going to have a booth out there? Or are you going to be like constructing hats? Like, I might like a live performance thing. Yeah. For a day or two, I might be out there uh, making hats, but it literally runs for uh, weeks. Yeah. And um, I got this shop too. Shop too. So, <laughs> hey man, I got I stuff to do. Yeah, I'm only be, one man. I'll be out there. I have someone out there manning the booth. Um, <laughs> Good. But probably like the busy, the opening weekend, I'll be there, um, and I'll be stretching, shaping uh, hats. I'll uh, have an order sheet so people can place orders and hopefully get back to the shop and just make hats and get them to the folks before they get out of dodge. Perfect, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I saw that they have. I, I've got a little tiny corgi um and she's fast man but i saw that they had small dog races Maybe. and i was like yeah. i think i'm gonna enter and you may see me there yeah, with should, my dog you should, totally, you, should, you should totally get out there yeah. regardless i'll yeah. swing by and say what's up if i'm for there sure. man yeah for sure. yeah most definitely i'll show you the, the the show winner but yeah kentucky derby i always think like I see people that never wear hats wearing hats for Kentucky Derby, and some of the hats I'm like, that's a that's a hat. That's not even a hat. That's a uh, that's a headpiece. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, how do you feel about that? Is that something that you're like, eh, these people don't appreciate a good hat? Or are you like, no, okay, not, cool? Yeah, not at all, man. I uh, appreciate most headwear. Yeah, um, even the things that get way out out of the out of the box or just outlandish. Yeah, man. Um, the what with the royal wedding this summer, there were some pretty fly headpieces there i agree yeah i love when people stretch the envelope um especially with style and for definitely sure. with hats you know for yeah. sure man yeah i got that i got that vibe from you right away totally. uh just even walking in the shop uh it's got like a whole whole energy to it that uh that really compliments you really well man um were you ever a fan of uh the the Mad Hatter. I always think that this uh this story's interesting. Did you know how that came up came about? Like uh the hat makers and, Totally. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. I, I had to yeah. go back last night, as a matter of fact. Um I was like, man, I better brush up on this story. I used to know what it was, mm -hmm. but um please, yeah, it's it's um the term like mad as a hatter came yeah. from um hat makers uh that uh um they, I, did they treat the the wool? Or they were, they treat? Yeah, they were using mercury. I think, mercury, to, yeah, to, to treat the to, to treat the fabric, the felts. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and so like as a result, you would get like eye twitches, and yeah. it makes you like short tempered. Totally. Um, they said that uh, some old stories that I read, people would like. Uh, it would make them like restless. They couldn't sleep at night. So they started like seeing things and um, speaking, <laughs> speaking sort of in tongues and, uh, you know, cause they're losing sleep. They're short tempered. So they're like, get out of my shop. They could hardly fill an order because they're so crazy. So that's where the term mad as a hatter came from. Um, I always thought that was kind of funny. I'm not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> you don't use mercury, right? What no. do you use to treat the, the, the... Um, I use a, uh, where is it? stiffener oh nice yeah, man i make myself yeah. you make that yourself totally cool man yeah. i um again so i i got you here to keep me straight For I, sure. i'm reading all this stuff on the internet i don't know what's true mm -hmm. and i don't know what is malarkey out there so uh i heard that uh the stiffener is like a shellac that comes from uh 
uh, female like larva uh, b- worm in Thailand. Yeah, co- uh, correct. Is that right? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, got, I did my homework. Totally, totally. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Is that how you do? You go to Thailand? No, man? I, How'd you get I wish I, I, I wish I imported <laughs> mine myself. I've yet to go to Thailand to get my shellac firsthand, but yeah. uh, I order mine and uh, mix it with a couple things and. It's basically creating a liquid glue. Cool. It just helps the molecules tighten up on the hat and allows you to shape it. Yeah, man. Um, Do you use, I've also read that um, hats are typically made from a rabbit and beaver. Totally. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, cool, man. It's a whole process that goes into it. Definitely YouTube it if you're out there. (laughs) If you want to go into it, uh, I definitely, I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. Do you have like a, a supplier that you work with that you go get this material are you out there doing the no doing the... suppliers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a whole yeah. process man it's like hot so water weird. cold water hot water cold yeah. water uh they strip it down they even catch the material on fire yeah. there's so much that goes into it man I, yeah. it definitely gave me a new appreciation for hats too of uh it made it a little easier whenever i'm dropping a couple of bills on a hat to <laughs> sure. be like okay yeah this this went through quite a bit to get, I put it through a little bit of a process but it's definitely been uh, processed a bit before I get it yeah uh, it's kind of like an unfinished hat body when when I most of the ones that I get when I start new to make a piece um, it's been treated a little bit before yeah yeah cool man yeah so you kind of get like the base uh, kind of like a Harry Potter hat and then you kind of shape it and, and, and mold it from there it's totally. kind of like a cone by the time you get it and exactly. then you sort of sort of cultivate that and, and make it make it your own nice for put sure. your own spin on it i can dig that man very nice um can we talk about hat etiquette for a little bit uh yeah we yeah totally can. <laughs> i don't fo- i don't know much about it i don't follow many of the rules i think it's silly uh, this is uh, yeah. a lot of this i think comes from like the 50s and, and, and 40s whenever people were wearing hats like crazy um yeah. i which, take mine off in church take, i take mine yeah. off in church what, too like, and i don't go to church a lot but when i do go into a church i take mine off yeah um, same here <laughs> maybe from around a whole lot of old old people mm-hmm. um at like a special event or something like that but yeah outside of that this is the southwest here man i feel like if this is any town you can get away with walking into any restaurant any bar and keeping your hat on this is the town certainly to yeah yeah sure. man I, I feel that i, I respect that actually yeah. i i definitely don't follow the hat etiquette thing um and that's like if a lady walks in the room you take off your hat uh if you walk into basically any structure you take off your hat yeah. hats are made for like outside um uh, I think ladies can wear hats, but um, inside and outside, and they're Sorry. not expected to take, take it off. off. Yeah, yeah, unless it's a weather hat, like yeah. if, unless it's like a cold, like I don't even know what qualifies as like a woman's weather hat, yeah. but uh, <laughs> that's the only exception when women are supposed to take it off. I keep mine on. Thick and thin, man. Uh, the only reason I took mine off is to put these headphones on. <laughs> For sure. Same here. <laughs> Rarely am I sitting in the shop without a hat on. Not unless I just took mine off to fix the actual hat. I yeah, had you're like, hand. something's not right here. Let yeah. me tweak it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But I think as, you know, back in the, you're talking about the 50s, 40s, 30s, 20s, when people used to wear hats. I mean, literally, you go out, all the pictures you see from that era. Yeah. 90% of people are wearing hats. Yeah. Especially the men. Um, it was just a practical thing. I mean, it was before everyone had access to an automobile. So it was really like, I'm going to step outside 
and to protect your head from the elements, you know, I'm going to yeah. walk a mile down to the store. Um, and kind of when transportation kind of changed um, and everyone was able to afford a car, they started leaving their hats because it's like, uh, you know, I'm not going to be exposed to the weather. I'm really? just going to hop in the car. And a lot of the cars aren't even suited for wearing hats in the car. Um, but it changed transportation. Usually, like I said, people would walk a mile down to the grocery store, yeah. hit the butcher shop on the way home, you know, pick up something at the hardware store, and they had their hat on for their for Man. their journey. Man. Now you just hop in the car and you run your errands and, you know, you're back. You're back from Walmart or yeah. something like that. And you never, you know, you're yeah. not exposed to any elements. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's really yeah. funny, man. And nowadays, it's more of a style. I feel like it is about style. You know, I wear mine for a practical standpoint, and Same. so do you. But Same, yeah. But, I mean, a lot of, for me, a lot of it is about style and the outfit I have on. I have, ton, you know, a lot of hats to match the different stuff I, you know, I have on. So yeah. when I walk in, it's kind of, I really don't usually take it off because it kind of matches usually what I'm wearing. Uh, same yeah. same for me, man. That's yeah. why I, I guess it goes back to supporting that original thought of like, do you follow hat etiquette, man? I sure uh, don't. Like, I I, <laughs> I'm not taking it off all the time. I, A, my head's exposed to the elements like crazy. Like I, mm -hmm. I get sunburned on that mother. Mm -hmm. um, whenever it rains, I'm the first one to know like, oh, it's about to rain, man. Yeah. I just felt a drop on my Damn. head. Damn. Um, yeah. I guess sun, wind, like whenever it's cold, man, it feels like yeah. it's, I always say it's the equivalent to just having your balls out of your pants. <laughs> <laughs> when, the, you, when the wind yeah. hits your head, you're like, fuck, yeah. I got to get a hat, man. Yeah, That's cold. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I definitely wear it for practical reasons. And then on top of that, why not wear it for style too? Like why, why not? be the guy that walks in the room that that holds that authority like did you see that guy's hat for sure man. that's outrageous yeah. man that yeah. the feather was longer than the hat yeah. i don't even know <laughs> i do it every now and again yeah, yeah. do you <laughs> every now and again there's a couple long feathers over there yeah, yeah. man yeah. yeah or whatever your your flair totally. might be you know it, it doesn't have to be a feather but yeah i, I definitely walk the line as far as like oh you, you probably should be taking that hat off man but um i don't know i do it for out of respect, like you said, there's a bunch of old people around, um, and it's an appropriate time of prayer or something like that. I'll definitely take that totally. out. Yeah, you without that. Oh, the national anthem. National I'll anthem. I'll take it off for that. You yeah, know? that's something else uh, I found out. If if you're <laughs> if you're a, a lady, yeah. you don't have to take your hat off for the national anthem wow. unless it's a unisex hat. Wow. This is all stuff the internet says, wow. by the way. So you wow. know, <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. Um, yeah. And also, you're listening to a radio. Uh, internet radio show so that's still like take this with a grain of salt too you know <laughs> uh yeah man uh i don't know i, I just think that it's it's kind of silly and and all the the old rules are a little arbitrary so i'm trying to kind of go with the times i may not take my hat off as much as i probably should but uh i definitely try and be respectful um whenever it's needed dinner table Sometimes, yeah, yeah, sometimes depends on the place. Depends on the place for <laughs> sure, man. Depends on yeah, whose table. as a matter of fact, I think it's only if I'm like at home for the holidays. So <laughs> I got away with it. Usually, uh, I'm with at my mom and dad's house. They mm -hmm. would always, as a kid, take your hat off when you got when I come inside. Yeah, and that was a thing. Um, but since I have opened the shop, I, it, they were they let it slide a little yeah, bit. Yeah, man. Like, okay, you know, <laughs> he's paying his bills. Like, with this. Right. Let's, let's, let's let, let him, him do his yeah, thing. Let him wear the hat. You know, <laughs> that's funny, man. Um, I also the good with the bad. All the, like the bad hat etiquette that I'm like, ah, I probably should do that. I don't know if I should do that or not. I also like the good hat etiquette. The like tipping of the hat. Yeah. 
man, I don't know what it is about that, but I like being able to grab my brim and be like, oh, no problem. You know, thanks, thanks a lot. No problem. I'll grab mm. the, the, the brim of my hat. Um, and then when I don't have a hat on, sometimes I'll imagine, I'll grab the imaginary hat just because I'm so used to it and it's not there. And I just basically whack myself in the face. <laughs> no, some of the ladies will appreciate it if you uh, give them a tip of the hat. Give them the tip of the yeah, hat, yeah, for yeah, sure, man, for sure. I also learned where uh, where that came from. Do you know the origin I of that? I don't. No, that's right. Uh, it's a medieval knights used to uh, to show like visitors respect that they weren't going to kill them. <laughs> they would flip their, uh, their visor up. Huh. Um, so it was like a, a hand gesture with the visor slip, which the military adopted out of respect uh-huh. to the salute, and then casually it got into to get into the, the tip uh-huh. of the hat. Internet stuff, man. No, no. I don't know. <laughs> Go back and ask a yeah. medieval knight if that's Had where it came story from. In here, yeah, okay. man. I don't know. I, it was all all from last night's. Uh, couldn't sleep and like thumbing through the internet of like, all right, I gotta get step up my hat game. Man. <laughs> Talking to this guy over here. Perfect, man. Uh, yeah, and you got like the Jewish hat community too. On top of that, totally, Dude, totally. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any people that wanna? That any. Any Hasidic Jews that are like, will you fashion this hat for not me? Yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not yes. yet. I think they have a pretty um, tight knit community, and I think they have some amazing hat makers. I'm pretty certain. Sure. Yeah. Um, in New York, um, I lived there for a little bit after college. Oh, did you? Not too far from it, a Hasidic Jewish community. Yeah. And I'm pretty certain, given how tight their hats were there had to be someone in that community looking after everyone's hat oh 100 yeah, yeah without a doubt i, I don't doubt yeah. that at all man without I, a doubt i've never seen a more tight hasidic jewish community than in new york yeah. like it's the it, don't get me wrong you know it's all, all throughout uh all throughout the united states globally you know even totally. uh but in new york is where where i'm like man this is and then everybody, everybody's looking out for each other too. Sure. So, like, yeah, yeah. like you what said, there's some guy that's that's got it made that his he's just he's just, cra- <laughs> he's just cra- cranking them out, cranking, cranking out, out those black hats, man. <laughs> so I did. I was in L.A. Um, I mentioned it last a uh, couple weeks ago. Yeah, and um, I was on the way to some restaurant to eat, and we we're passing by passing by a, t- a temple and the. Um, Hasidic Jewish community was kind of like gathered some out front and we're walking down the street crossing the street mm-hmm. and one young boy I was wearing a big uh, larger black hat it could have actually easily fit in in that community sure um, he gave me a little a tip of the hat for, hey! to acknowledge that hat that I had on was my man so I mean maybe that might be my next uh, my next entry into the into the market <laughs> you can use that for reference be like I, hey a guy I got a tip of the hat in LA <laughs> I'm in, man. I'm pretty sure I'm in. Everybody just knows. I don't know. Just like, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Man, oh, man. Uh, Yeah, tight-knit community, brother. Uh, Even the women, like bonnets and and scarves. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, we go on and on. Um, Do you know about, like, the the ornaments? Like, a a guy's feather is supposed to be on the left-hand side, and girls are supposed to be on the right-hand side. Again, this is just... Mm. I didn't know that. Something I pulled off the internet. Do I, you ever? I didn't know that. I usually, so different sh- feathers are shaped differently. Yeah. And 
that's usually how I go, you know? <laughs> Is that just natural? Yeah, yeah just naturally. Yeah. Like some of them from the right side of the bird, some from the left side of the bird. Cool, man. Um, and sometimes I want the back of the feather to be on the outside. Sometimes I want the front of the feather to be on the outside. So I kind of, uh, I kind of go by that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, uh, I've even seen people put feathers like, completely behind their hat yeah. it, nobody's following these rules anymore totally. man. I've, like, I've done it i put three feathers in one hat one, like a whole peacock arrangement behind in the back of a hat before nice yeah. man that's yeah, awesome I get, I get out there every now and again but cool i tame it back for the most part yeah. do you have a website where people can check this stuff out or like um, maybe I'm, your ig page yeah i'm building the website now um ig it's uh under my last name the stith collection s-t-i-t-h um oh. There is a webpage, Santa Fe Hat Restoration, um, but you won't find any of the new stuff I make on there. It's kind of uh, stuff I'm restoring and just information so people can send their old hats in and get yeah. it fixed up. Cool, man. Very cool. Um, is it hard to keep... Uh, is it better to get walk-ins or keep like appointments? How is, how is, how is that as a hat maker? Like, yeah. what, what's, what's the easiest thing for you? Well, right now I'm just kind of really figuring it out. I mean, this is... Um, uh, my shop, you know, version 1.0. Yeah. Um, and I envision a spot where um, people can come in and make their own hats and I don't have to sit here and try to make hats for everyone and kind of bring a little bit more new technology to the field. Yeah. Allow people to construct their, design their hats on a computer and uh, we go through the process over a couple of days of them fabricating it themselves. So, yeah, for me it's... This is version 1.0. It's really just my workshop here. And, yeah. Um, I love when people stop in. I love when people call and make appointments. It really, you know. Sure, man. It, it, is, it can be uh, a little disappointing for people if they try to just stop in and I'm not here. Yeah. So usually when someone expresses an interest, I'll immediately give them my cell phone number. Like, yeah, give me a, just give me a heads up or I'll, yeah. I'll definitely be in the shop working, you know, Fill in the order, you for know, sure. for the next three days or something like that. Yeah, that's what you told me. You were yeah. like, "Man, just come by. I don't know what what yeah. day is good for you. Just come. I'm always in the shop, especially yeah. after hours. Like I usually work a little bit later than I'm supposed to. Totally. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Being just an entrepreneur, um, all the stuff you got to keep up with now, as far as like the IG page, web page, you got to keep up with the shop, you pay the light bill, man. It's yeah. just. That's a lot. You got to be a renaissance man. Yeah, good gotta. on you too for like, here's my cell phone number. I don't know where I'm going to be, man. I, I don't know. I might have to meet with my CPA and talk about my taxes. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. man. <laughs> I have to go to the bank. Uh, you know, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever that may be. Maybe. Um, I wrote down here. It's a funny question. I just glanced at it. Do you blame Target for bad fedoras? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. They there do sell a lot of bad fedoras. So but... many, man. And fedoras, it gives a bad yeah. name, too. Um, I think a lot of people associate fedoras with just like the front front like brim bent down mm -hmm. and like the back flipped up. Yeah. But uh, fedoras, like fedoras, the same hat that like Sinatra was wearing back totally. then. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you... I don't know. I don't blame them. They're just trying to fill. Uh, I mean, I guess they could. They could do it better. Maybe they would sell more hats. Sure. And yeah. Help the whole hat revolution. You know, but <laughs> um, they sell a lot of stuff. Those box stores sell a lot of. I mean, not only hats, just crap yeah, from head to toe. You for know, sure. Shirts, pants. You know, absolutely. Shoes. They're just trying to fill a void. You know. Yeah. And uh, bring costs down. I mean, I think that was a huge. 
um, is, is a huge thing for people, man. It's mm-hmm. just trying to get something that's practical and affordable and like get something on your head. And, yeah. um, believe me, I've had people bring a few, uh, I'm not one of those hat makers or restorers who's like, no, I only work on, <laughs> you know, 10 eggs beaver and it has to be something I made within the last, I don't really care. Like I've worked on a hat from Target. I've worked on a couple Chinese hats. Have you really? A gray one sitting over there. You know, it doesn't, after oh, I shape it. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, if you put a little love into it, I mean, it's just a hat body, you know, I mean, um, they're all usually um, can be, they're pliable. You can, you can reshape them and stiffen them and. Um, you know, I'll mess around with them every now and again. Um, I have a friend who brought, brings one in. Like, I love this is my favorite hat, except it's like this. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll try to fix it for you. So, <laughs> and I, there's been a few of them where I'm certain they're from uh, some of these big box stores. So. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah, man, totally, for sure. Totally. That's funny. Um, you mentioned 10X Beaver. There's different qualities of hats that... Uh... Yeah. The next beaver, I think of just immediately think of a, a dirty website. Yeah. Uh, to to. <laughs> <laughs> the dirtiest website. <laughs> or the so, nicest hat. Yeah, yeah, or the nicest hat ever. It could be one or the other. <laughs> type it into right. type it into your computer, see what you come up with. <laughs> I've never done it. That would be an interesting search. I haven't either, but I've got homework to do whenever I get home now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they kind of grade the felts. Um by the percentage of beaver. I mean, the cool thing about live, living here in New Mexico is we get so little rain. Uh, yeah. Luckily, we've had a little monsoon season here in the last few days, but usually we get very little rain. The beaver was originally added to the hat and make it waterproof. Give it a um, So the more beaver you have in it, the more water yeah. resistant the hat was. Um, and same with the rabbit furs. Provides a level of uh, waterproofing. Um, then you can, you can go up as high as a hundred X. I mean, they start having, adding cashmere to beaver. Wow. And, um, and then this also comes down to the processing of the, of the felt and how intensive it is, how fine and thin. And, uh, there's a whole grading system behind it. Sure. Um, I try not to get too caught up in it. I do love working on nicer hats mainly because I just want to keep my price point down. Sure, and yeah. So getting hat bodies that are um, super 10X, 20X, 50X, 100X, it's just the be- the hat body alone is going to cost more than what I want to, you know, offer my hats for sale for. So yeah. uh, you start to get into that as well. And almost a small shop. I know Eventually when I have shops everywhere, I'll be able to buy a high, I'll be able to be a large buyer. So sure, man. Yeah. A thousand 20X, you know, bring the cost down. And yeah. nowadays I'm just like, yeah, I need two of those or four, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, charge me. Such as a business owner, man. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh, I've got a, uh, a, a friend of mine, I won't out him, but um, as a business owner, he was like, man, Mike, you should see my credit card debt is through the roof constantly. And it's not that like, it's just like I need, I need light bulbs. So like I go buy, you know, whatever light bulbs or, or, um, uh, he works with the, with a lot of big purchases. So he's like, man, I'll just max it out. But the day somebody, somebody <laughs> screws me, I'm screwed, man. Like I, I, I'll just have to like slowly pay it down. Mm. But uh, he's like, I'm, I'm constantly like putting way too much, way more than I can afford and crossing my fingers. This person can also pay me so far so good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, imagine that to be like a struggle. Uh, he's got wife, kids and um, house, a whole shebang. So totally. 
it's scary, man, as a business owner, you know? I don't know. It is, it's, but it's a trade-off, man. It's a trade-off. Yeah, it's you get like, to do what you love also yeah, in the same breath, right? Totally. Yeah. Cool, man. What were we doing before this? I'm just curious. For sure. I was still trying to do it with entrepreneurial styles on yeah. my own. I um, uh, had, I still have, I mean, I'm still a real estate broker here in Santa Fe and uh, a river guide, uh, whitewater, <laughs> whitewater, whitewater river guide, Santa Fe You're rafting. life, man. Um, I haven't done that in a couple seasons. Mainly, I mean, this season there was not much water. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, you know, whatever it takes, man. Just sell art. One of my best buddies here, uh, Bobby Beals, he has an art gallery here, you know, yeah. and I help him, you know, whenever he has an art opening, you know, he gives me a ring, like, you know, person want to make some money, let's, let's go out. You know, I'm going to have to hire someone anyway. He'd rather be with my buddy. Let's go out and hang some art. Or, yeah, man. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah. awesome. I just imagine you being a river guide and, like, having everybody pack all their stuff and pull the kayaks down there or uh, whatever, oars and get the whole equipment, you get the life jacket and you get down to the river and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> it's dry right now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry guys, we gotta go back, maybe luckily, next year. Luckily, uh, they've had, they have some gauges along the river, right, so cool. we, we get the little heads up, but it's been, a, it's been a horrible season this season. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man, I feel that. Um, uh, have you, <laughs> Mark Maron's got this, on his recent stand-up special, mm -hmm. have you heard this? His special, his uh, his joke about the guy that's he went and he saw this immaculate hat in a mm -hmm. hat store, and uh, he goes in and tries it on, and he's like, "Yeah, man, this is I'm not gonna do it justice, so I'm not gonna do the joke." But he ends up purchasing it and then kind of regretting it a little bit later uh, because he he was like, "I can't pull this thing. I'm not cool enough to pull this thing off," uh, basically, but. Anyways, <laughs> it's a great bit. <laughs> Have you heard it? I haven't. I haven't heard it, but I hear people say it all the time. You oh, know, really? Because like, this hat, you know, it's yeah, I'm not cool enough for it. And, but usually, as soon as like, if they were to take that leap of faith and put it on, so many people would think they were cool. They're like, look at that cool person wearing that hat. You know? No, man. It's the strangest things. Every now and again, I'll I'll even make one that's a little out there for me. You know? And, yeah. Um. I usually get tons of compliments on it, and uh, it starts a lot of conversations. It I is. mean, that was the other reason I started shop. I was like, if I had a dollar for every time someone was like, nice hat, yeah, you know, if there was a way to monetize this, I was like, this could be uh, kind of lucrative. Man. Yeah. And it really is a, uh, it, it just adds style to it. And people talk about it. People talk, you know, they look at, they do look at you differently. I mean, for sure. As, you know, as, progressive as we think we are and like, Oh, we don't judge a book by its cover, you know, but you take a look at people. I mean, there's no way you can say you don't look at the appearance of someone in your mind, whether you're consciously or subconsciously is making some type of like, it's kind of what we do as humans. You know I mean? Yeah. You try to train yourself, you know, not to pass judgments and things of that nature, but it's, if, if anything, it's just like, man, that person is stylish. They have a cool hat. They yeah. have a cool style. No, I'm yeah. I'm with you. You know, yeah, everybody's totally. got an upbringing and, and they, they have a prejudgment based on how they were raised. You may have spent your whole life watching John Wayne uh, movies and think that like anybody in a cowboy hat is a badass. Yeah. Totally. So whenever you see somebody in a cowboy hat <laughs> like, and you're like, Whoa. nice hat, yeah, yeah. dude. You can kick my ass. Please don't kick my ass. But in the meantime, it's just me. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, as, as much as we like to train ourselves as like, man, let's just not, let's, you will have that association of like, oh, that's a, that's cool, man. Yeah. That's like a Sinatra hat, right? Totally. Like you have a ballroom singer or something like that. Totally. That's, that's pretty cool, man. 
Um, so yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, do you have a favorite hat? Do you have like a favorite style that, that you? Yeah, I do. Um, I have both a favorite style and a favorite hat. My favorite hat, um, the one I've been wearing a lot recently is one that I just really just copied. Yeah. It's <laughs> a four inch brim, old cowboy hat that I fell in love with. I ended up buying it, spent too much money on it yeah. before I had my shop. And since I've had my shop, um, I wear get so many compliments when I wear this hat. And so I was like, well, damn, I need to make this hat or one that looks really close to it because right. people are like, is that, you know, oh, and I'm like, I have a hat shop. And the first question is like, well, did you make that hat? And so then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to make this, I have to make this hat. And I did a good job of it. I still get compliments on the, on the hat. And it looks very similar to the one that I originally purchased, which was a vintage hat. Uh, so that's probably the one I'm most proud of, the one I I wear the most these days. That was the one you cut your teeth on. And yeah, like, I just start with totally. Uh, Einstein said this the best. He was like the the um, what do you say? It's the the best ideas are someone else's. I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you think about it, how long people have been wearing hats. Yeah. I mean, every now and again, I'm like, maybe no one has come up with this shape before. Yeah. But there's come up with some, one so close to it that. I rarely am like, yeah, this is a Percy original. Like, I just, you know, just thought up this one. You yeah. know, like, that usually won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I yeah. feel you. I, that's, uh, I do a little stand up and, and um, some improv on the side, but uh, I've had this conversation with comedians before where the joke has been done before. It's just like a little different. Like if you if you dig sure. deep enough, that joke that you came up with this morning mm-hmm. um, that you think is so hilarious, there's a version of it out there that somebody else has got. And totally. yes, it probably was your original idea. <laughs> and I promise you, there's too much. Like yeah. there's too much on record now. Uh, and especially, man, 20 years from now um, with the internet, cell phones, like everything's recorded. So... Yeah. As much as you like to think like this is a Percy original or like this is an Adam yeah. Copeland original yeah, joke, it's out there somewhere, man. man Someone else is doing it, I promise. Without a doubt. I literally was in the, uh, came up with an idea for a hat. Mm-hmm. Um, the shape was, it was a little tweak on a hat that you, you very common hat. And it was out of a different material. Yeah. And so I thought that gave it like this whole new... You know, it was gonna it was gonna be stitched differently. It was gonna be give it a whole new look. <laughs> yeah, man. And I had no idea how I was gonna make it, like no idea at all. Um, I was in the store two days later, and the hat—I mean, it was literally the exact hat <laughs> I was trying to envision and figure out how to make. Yeah. Um, they had some details on it that I didn't put wouldn't have put on there, but yeah. I was like, gee, I mean, it really exclamated the exclamation on that point that, man, it's, <laughs> it's hard to come up with something like. Yeah, as hard as you try. I mean, yeah. for sure, you've got your own style. You put your own blood, sweat, and tears into something. For but sure. there's probably something close to it out there, you know. Um, but, yeah, not to take away from from anybody's art uh, that, you know, that, this is just a blanket statement for, for every um, every facet out there. But, yeah. I don't know. I just thought that uh... there's a few hat makers though whose whose uh, hats stand out. They add something a little a little different to it. Yeah. Um, As a hat maker, can you pick that out and be like, "Oh, I can." That's a, yeah. That's Every now a... and again, there's a um, a couple female hat makers mm-hmm. um, whose work 
to me stands out, you know, and, and, and I can pretty much pick him, pick the hats out when I see them. Um, there's a couple others who put add color, you know, underneath the brim and like, it's like kind of their signature. Yeah, that's and, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, uh, a few who will distress their hats, you know, making them, I, I mean, I'm assuming to make them look, you know, like hundred years old, like they've been sure. worn and yeah. stitched. And, <laughs> yeah. and there's a couple of those guys who, um, um, who I can pick out their stuff right sure. away as well. But, yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of respect I get for like kind of a tattered hat when mm-hmm. somebody's still like holding on to it. For sure. And I'm like, man, this guy wears hats. Like, sure. I like that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And I guess you've got a lot, you've got a lot better of an answer than how I feel about like the Kentucky Derby. You're like, oh, no, that's good, man. I like people yeah. getting out there and totally. trying these crazy hats. Yeah. I look at it like, man, you don't wear hats. <laughs> you don't wear hats either, man. You're just going to throw that away. You probably spent a pretty decent amount on that. That's a nice hat. You should wear it outside of this, but I'm mad at you because you're going to put it in your closet after this. Um, Hopefully they'll bring it out next Kentucky Derby. Well, you can fingers crossed, you know. And then they it's might gonna... go get another one now. Okay. <laughs> or they may come see you because they smashed it because it's been sitting in the closet for so long. Definitely. So definitely uh definitely some some uh insurance for you know some job security i guess is what for i'm sure. trying to get at. <laughs> uh it's awesome man um great uh is there any like um an uncomfortable situation at work that's ever come up where you're like man you got a big ass head dude i don't even know if I, <laughs> I yeah i know normally the people who have big heads they know they have big heads yes yeah, so yeah they've tried on hats before and they usually like percy i have a really big head um, and even then, you know, the variance isn't that, I mean, you're only talking about an inch, inch and a half, you know, sure. you talk, I mean, from the smallest head to the largest head I've ever worked on, you're probably talking a couple inches, but yeah, a couple inches is, I mean, that's doable. It's doable. Yeah, like man. it's nothing like <laughs> it's too substantial. Yeah. I mean, it does take a little creativity, especially if it's, you know, intricately shaped hat and stuff like that. But, um, the most uncomfortable Mm, there's just some people who will come and try on hats who feel like they just don't look good in hats, you know? And they're yeah. like, I've never just found the hat that's right for me. And I kind of feel that, but there's so many amazing hats out there. Like, it, it, that would be one of the hardest things ever if I had to choose one hat and be like, this is the the only hat that's right for me and I have to wear this hat. Yeah. I mean, I wear so many different hats, you know? Sometimes there's four and a half inch brims and little one inch brims. I mean, I wear... I mean, there's times where I feel like wearing different hats, you know, so it's just weird when someone feels like you just, they don't, it's like, man, and they look great in these, some of the, trying some of the hats. I'm like, you look amazing in that hat, you know? I'm like, this guy's just trying to sell me a hat. Right. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> there might be some of that. There might be some of that. Yeah, but... there's a smidge. But still, yeah, you're right. There's there's a, a sense of if, if they just go out there and own it, man. Yeah. You could you could be getting compliments left totally, and right. Totally, yeah. yeah. I mean, style a big part of style. You can put the same outfit on two different people, mm-hmm. and one person will appear way more stylish than the other person. And part of it is just how you carry yourself. Man. That's true. It's so true. I agree, man. Yeah, I agree fully. How do you feel about people coming in and like trying on hats? Are you against it? Are you like, whoa, 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 dude? That's a you know, that's a no, not at all. Yeah. 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 Grab, grab not it, a, yeah. No, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I mean, like most of the stuff on this table here is just, it's vintage stuff that I've cleaned up and, um, yeah, the little, the tiny little damage or dirt you might do to some of these hats. They've seen way worse yeah. than that. And, uh, 
nothing a few minutes back here um touching it up won't uh won't fix sure yeah i'll notice it every now and i have a couple hats at um um craft uh crafting culture it's a shop right on canyon road Mm -hmm. and um I'll stop in there, and if I don't stop in for a couple weeks, I can see, you know, or if people, yeah, I can tell a couple dozen people have tried this on. You yeah, know, just uh, on, usually definitely on the lighter color hats. Yeah, I guess um, I didn't even take that into consideration. If anything were to happen, you would just touch it up. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. You got just all the stuff you need. Yeah, it'd have nice. to be pretty severe. Yeah, and I've even been, I've even started messing around with dyeing hats and coloring hats. So cool, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That, which kind of was kind of it kind of grew out of that you know just one of those hats was just a little a little more worn a little more stained than i would have yeah you know like to see it and i was like yeah let me see, let's see let's see what else we can do with this sure so, yeah how many burns do you have i know you steam those hats man do you, yeah do you, i get burned <laughs> i get burned every now and again i, will, I won't lie yeah, yeah man uh, for sure totally. I, I mean just about every time i iron my shirt i'll i'll end up with uh with something like even if it's just steam like a momentarily momentarily like uh just a quick burn yeah, yeah. I'll, oh fuck yeah, yeah. i don't uh, it's not that bad anymore, but yeah, I'm sure definitely you're a, little, a little bit of a learning curve. But now, yeah, you're probably not again. I'll uh, try to be doing too much at once and yeah, yeah, give myself. Ooh, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is hot <laughs> steam I'm working with here. Oh, God, this is really hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome, man. Um, well, shoot, that that pretty much uh, wraps it up for us, man. Um, if you have any questions for me, or if you want to plug anything coming up. Um, you mentioned that, uh, that you've got an event this week um, and anything in the future or website. For sure. Um, now's a great time to do it Definitely. if you like. Um, yeah, I've got some cool events coming up. Um, so every every month at the shop here, we've been doing a trunk show that's been really, really fun. It's just been, really been a big party. I bring a few different artists, uh, Weaver, a jeweler. Uh, we had a musician last. I, I creeped on you on Instagram, man. I yeah. saw it was a really cool showing. Uh, there was a guitar out there and just yeah. some some drinks and good people hanging out. It was a lot of fun, man. It was they've cool, been, man. I was really I was cool. envious. I looked that with 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 eyes of envy. So yeah. please go on. I'm sorry. No, no, no to... worries. We've been doing it the last um, usually the last week of the month it's kind of coincided with the full moon the first one was on the full moon so then we just planned the second one on this full moon as well Cool, man i think we're going to kind of keep that up until it like falls into a top like a time period where it doesn't work on christmas or something Something like that (laughs) um there's that i'm i'm actually going to be attending a workshop on uh thursday indigo dying workshop just i'm gonna see about dyeing some hats and cool, some man. Ba- different bands and stuff and, yeah uh, that's going on and um out in tasuke um uh terence lawson she's a weaver um she's hosting uh this um i think her name is victoria she's into dying i know they have a few spots open left for that um so if there's any other creators out there who want to yeah i was gonna ask you stuff and yeah what a good resource for anybody that wanted to get into hat making um would be and it sounds like that's a that's pretty good resource yeah i mean and eventually this shop i mean next uh august is when i want to do the first workshop where um i get five it'll basically be like this space behind me but Mm -hmm. not as messy and like five more of them (laughs) (laughs) and uh, people come in spend a couple hours today a few hours tomorrow and make their own hat and 
Awesome. Uh, which is kind of the reason my shop doesn't have a name yet, because my goal is for you to put your own label in the hat. And so I've been toying around with different names to try to come up with something that has like a factory type connotation to it. Nice, man. Allows you still to brand it yourself. Yeah. Because um, I think the, some of the best hat makers in the in the world aren't making hats right now. They've never made a hat. They're probably doing something else right now. Nice, yeah, man. Yeah, this is a profession that used to be tens and thousands of people do, were milliners. Right. And now you... I don't know, maybe maybe a thousand in the U.S. and maybe that's being very, you know, yeah, optimistic. I don't know if we have For that sure. many left. Yeah. For sure, man. I know. Um, would you offer an apprenticeship if somebody were like, "Hey, man, show me the ways"? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. I mean, I, I I foresee, like I said, I foresee these little hat mini hat factories all over, and um, it my my the way I picture it is kind of be a a self-fulfilling industry in itself and because yeah. there'll be some people who don't want to spend five hours who have a great idea for a hat sure and don't want to spend the time making it and so they can literally go you know in, use the technology create the hat digitally and then we'll have people filling these orders sure. or if you come in and make a hat and then you post it on you have a million instagram followers you post uh -huh. this hat you know it's adam copeland's Freshest fedoras, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and tomorrow you get two thousand orders for them. I yeah. mean, you can't make those. No, so the, the goal would be to like, you know, people that have gone through the workshop is then like send out an alert today. Do you want to make an extra fifty bucks? You know, you sure. can come in and uh, work for a few hours. We need to fill some orders, and yeah. Uh, so that's kind of how I'm envisioning this thing, uh, you know, in in version 4.0. It's a beautiful the, vision, down man. The line, so yeah, we'll yeah. That's awesome. Good on you, yeah. man. Good on you. Um, well, not to catch you off guard, man, it is called My Shitty Podcast. We always end the podcast with a, a poop story. No, no. Have you ever pooped your pants or do you know somebody? It's just a lighthearted way. Sometimes people people get into to the groove and they, uh, um, they're like, oh, I wish I had a, a lighthearted way to end the podcast. So it's kind of something that I adopted that uh, um, we always end with a poop story. Uh, have you ever pooped your pants as a kid or an adult or know of a buddy of yours or something like that? But, I uh, definitely know of a buddy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if, it's, if it's a better story and you want to tell that one, that's cool too. Man. I'm not going to tell. Uh, I'll, t I'll, I'll, I'll find a, I'll do one for, uh, for myself. A personal let's one? Let's, yeah. see, let's see if I can come up with it. Yeah. <laughs> it a doesn't have to be the best, one. just a poop story. Um, Man, I've definitely have lit up a couple bathrooms, and then someone comes out, and then they're, and I'm like, oh man, it's like a hot chick going in there. I'm just like, oh man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. that right, yeah, right then and there. That's you know? always the feeling yeah. whenever somebody, when you're passing, like, oh thanks, man, or you hear someone juggling, juggling <laughs> yeah, the door. Like, oh man, <laughs> you're wrapping up, and you're Give like, me like 30, 45 minutes. You know? <laughs> Maybe I should wash my hands real long just to see if that'll. But it doesn't. It's just cooking in there, man. No. <laughs> There's no salvation. Totally. Yeah, totally. Man. In these Southwest old Adobe thick wall places, oh. no windows. Oh, man, I've had a couple of those. Man, things, yeah. You know. Pooping in Santa Fe is a whole new deal, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should have started a podcast with that. That would have been great. With the poop story? With the poop story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great, man. Um, awesome. Awesome. Well, cool, man. That's it for us. Uh, Percy did great, man. Thanks for in inviting me into your shop Anytime, and and, uh, and let me do this thing. I know you're a busy man, but uh, I'll, I don't know. I'll let you get back to it. No, no. So, I know you're a busy man. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, man. It was fun. I got nothing but time on my hands. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for us. Play us out, shitty ukulele.
welcome to my shitty oh, podcast. My God, so I put shitty my only has one. There. 